0: Hello, everybody and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding liberal arts college. And we try to get that done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this third edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year, we'll chat with a couple folks at Monmouth College who are doing their part to provide great entertainment as well as educational experiences for the campus community during this most unusual fall semester. Vanessa Campagna of the Theater Department and Jennifer Thorndike of the college's Modern Languages, Literatures and Cultures Department. Vanessa is going to preview the 24 hour theater festival, Fusion Fest 7, which is coming up soon, and Jennifer is going to discuss the second Latin American and Spanish film series, which started earlier this semester. Fusion Fest is one of the distinctly Monmouth events that take place in the fall. This year's edition of Fusion Fest is number seven, and it will be held over the weekend of September 18 and September 19. Here's how Fusion Fest works: at 7:30 on Friday night, September 18, a group of playwrights, usually about a half dozen, will each randomly draw a team of actors, a director, and a random phrase. The playwrights are then given 12 hours to write a short play featuring their actors and at some point in the dialogue their random phrase must be included as well. At 7 30 the next morning the playwrights hand off their brand new creations and the director and actors then have until 7 30 that evening to rehearse, stage, and memorize it all before performing before a live audience on Saturday night. This year's Fusion Fest will include help from the college's art department, as art students will serve as scenic designers of each play. Fusion Fest usually takes place at Mammoth's Fusion Theater in downtown Mammoth, but because of the COVID 19 pandemic, Fusion Fest number seven will be held on the Wallace Hall Plaza. Joining us to discuss Fusion Fest is Mammoth Theater Professor Vanessa Campagna. Vanessa says that while the pandemic has presented certain challenges, it's also presented some opportunities to the students in the theater department.
1: You know, um, I think constraint breeds creativity, or it can if you just accept your circumstances and make the intentional choice to work with them. And in the theater department, that's our approach to everything COVID-19 is let's keep everybody safe safe. Let's work within all of the health protocols and the college's uh, guidelines, but let's also still produce and let this fuel us to reimagine things and, and stretch and revamp as need be. Uh, so it's Fusion Fest, but it's not at Fusion Theater. That's one big thing that's different. Uh, we wanted to keep the performances completely outdoors and um, while we've done audience members on main street out in the street and have shut that down having the audience and the performances outdoors at fusion would be quite complicated so we're actually keeping this on campus this year Um, we're working with the grounds crew and the stage that's used for matriculation and commencement Uh, will be erected. And so Fusion Fest is outside on the Wallace Hall Plaza, really prominent. Uh, We're very excited about that. Um, The whole thing has to be socially distanced. So the audience uh, will be placed six feet away, every single chair. Um, The audience and the actors will be in masks the entire time. Uh, they'll be rehearsing outdoors uh, in their masks and socially distant Uh, the playwrights even have some confines that they have to work with when crafting this script so for instance you couldn't write a play where you've got two characters in a canoe because that's not maintaining a six foot distance so some things like that but you know there's, you know, just don't write a play with two people in a canoe. It's kind of an easy fix.
0: In some ways, this year's edition of Fusion Fest is a return to the roots of theater. As Vanessa points out, theater has only been performed indoors for a few centuries.
1: Theater didn't officially move indoors to facilities built with the intention of functioning as a theater until the Italian Renaissance. So um, there was at least, you know, a solid 20 centuries before that of theater being produced and formalized outdoors. So this is not new. We're ready for it. We're up to the task.
0: You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. We're chatting with theater professor Vanessa Campagna She's talking about Fusion Fest 7, which will be held September 18 and September 19 on the Wallace Hall Plaza. One of the great things about Fusion Fest is that it offers all students what Vanessa calls a low-stakes commitment to dip their toe into the college's theater program.
1: It's only a 12-hour commitment for actors, which is usually where non-majors interact. Uh, with Fusion Fest, it's a really low stakes commitment. So sometimes we get students um, from the STEM fields, for instance, and they are quite inundated with their coursework, especially if they're in one of the exceptional majors, they can't always commit to one of our full length productions that has a five week rehearsal process. So we're living the liberal arts mission through things like Fusion Fest, um, because we can promote greater outreach, cross disciplinary.
0: For Maumann's theater students, Fusion Fest gives them multiple opportunities to expand and refine their theatrical repertoire.
1: I think it's really important to give students opportunities to become well-rounded in all areas of theater practice. And so getting these real-life opportunities to direct, even before they've taken a directing class often. One more chance to act. A chance to... Uh, write a a brand new play, a chance to serve on the crew for Fusion Fest, you know, the more opportunities we can give students, the better.
0: But as Vanessa points out, at the end of the day, which is a very long day for those involved with Fusion Fest, the event's a whole lot of fun, both for the participants as well as for audience members.
1: I think um, one of the other great benefits is that Fusion Fest is meant to be fun. And so often when we are working in a full length production, uh, the process is always important in academic theater. The entire process needs to be intentional and it needs to be pedagogically informed, but you're also always keeping the eye on the final product, doing full justice to this script and strategically using departmental resources to fully render this world on the stage. And there's a certain caliber of acting that we need to reach when people know that the students have rehearsed for five weeks or when we know the students have rehearsed for five weeks there's a certain caliber that we are looking for in their work. And Fusion Fest allows the students just to breathe into the art and to remember why they're studying it and to have fun with it without this pressure of product. Uh, we're always very proud of the product, of course. It's great to see what the students can come up with in 24 hours, but product is not our goal, and I think that young people really need to be reminded that they can have permission in life and in art to do it for the enjoyment of it, and that's really rewarding.
0: The pandemic has created all sorts of challenges for theater, not just at Mammoth College, but anywhere and everywhere where live performances used to be routine. Vanessa says that the theater will persevere as it has always done during a crisis.
1: Of course, we're really disappointed and and touched by it and hurt by the fact that our industry is in a perilous situation with Broadway theaters closed and actors out of work and designers out of work, Cirque du Soleil experiencing tremendous financial hardship. And yet we know that the industry at large will carry on. At Monmouth College, uh, it had to go on a hiatus last spring with the revolutionists, so we're excited we'll come back to that show next spring. Um, but this time around, we're not going to do the hiatus. We feel like we've had enough time to adjust to the realities that we're living in, and so theater will persist. It's just going to look a little bit different, but um, we're excited to have the support of the administration to get creative.
0: That's Vanessa Campagna. She's a professor in Monmouth's Outstanding Theater Department, and along with her colleague Todd Quick, she'll help bring Fusion Fest number 7 to life on September 18 and September 19. Once again, this year's Fusion Fest will be performed at 7.30 in the evening on Saturday, September 19 on the Wallace Hall Plaza. You can read more about it in the News and Events section of the new Mammoth College website. That address is mammothcollege.edu. You can also read about it on the theater homepage, monmouthcollege.edu theater, and that's theater spelled R-E. You're listening to the 1853 Podcast of Mammoth College, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Mammoth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Since late August, viewers have been able to enjoy a mammoth film series this fall from the comfort and safety of their homes. That's because the Latin American and Spanish film series moved online this fall. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the film series, which is free and open to the public, has been made available via Zoom. This year's Latin American and Spanish film series features five films from Latin American countries and the nation of Spain. The five films have all one thing in common. They share the theme of social movements or political activism. The series got underway on August 26, and the films are being shown via Zoom at 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights every two weeks. The films are free and open to the public, and all you need to watch is the Zoom link. The person who can give you that Zoom link is also the person responsible for bringing the film series to life. That's Jennifer Thorndike. Jennifer is a professor in the college's Department of Modern Languages, Literatures, and Cultures, and she teaches Spanish at the college. Jennifer says that moving the Latin American and Spanish film series online has made the films available to more people while keeping everyone safe.
2: Because mainly because like last um, fall, we had an average of 60, 65 students per per screening. So I didn't want to put limits on the people that that wants to come and, and watch the movie. And I don't want to put anyone at risk because, you know, like... Uh, last year we were really packed. There were people that 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 were sitting in the floor and like very close to each other. So I thought that it was going to be a little hard to 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 keep the separ- the, the six feet separation between everyone. So um, so I think this is the best option for this year, and and I hope to get more and more people. Like anyone that gets the invitation, the Zoom invitation, can jump in and watch the movie in a Wednesday night. So. Uh, that's another thing that, that 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 is going to be cool. Like, if you want to watch a movie on a Wednesday night, you can jump in and just...
0: Jennifer says that this year's topic of social movements is especially appropriate given what's going on, not only in the United States, but all around the world.
2: I think that, that, that this year, um, since we have this important topic and we have been, like seeing this stuff also happening in United States this year. I mean, this is something that also happened in the United States before, but like this year is happening right now. Um, I think it's going to be um, very interesting for for students that wants to learn how social movements has like work in Latin America. You know, Latin America has faced a lot, a lot of problems um, some of these movements are very related to democracy. Some of them are um, not because like, Latin America was not a democracy when, like, for example, dictatorship came. Um, it was, but dictatorship happened, and then people reacted and did, did this social movement to try to recover democracy. We have things also like in common, like women's rights, the huge movement, movement that we have seen in Latin America in the last five years.
0: Jennifer says that the themes of the five films should especially appeal to younger audiences, particularly those young people whose social consciousness has been raised by the events over the last few months.
2: And I think that that, that is like the important key, like to see what, um, what do we have in common, what do students like can have in common of these people that fight, that we're fighting Actually, a lot of these movements were started by very young people, people that were in college, people over in the universities in Latin America. And, and they started to see, okay, so we want things to change. So we are going to start a movement. So, um, so that is something that I think that they are going to, to, to like and appreciate, like to see, okay, so these, these movements started, some of them started from the same place that I am. So um, and actually there are movements that that wanted things to be better, right, for them to have a better life for them and their children and very young people that that wanted a better life of things to change in their country. So I think it's going to be like very, very interesting and, and it's going to be very related to the things that are happening in in the United States right now.
0: You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, chatting with Spanish professor Jennifer Thorndike. She's discussing this year's Latin American and Spanish film series. Jennifer says that Latin American nations in particular have been fertile ground for the rise of social movements because of the region's social, political, and economic history.
2: I think that that what we have like maybe two things going on um, in in these like countries that they have in common. Um, some most of Latin American countries got their independence in the nineteenth century uh, after being a colony of Spain for five hundred years. Um, so there were not a lot of of, of let's see roots for doing a strong democracies. Uh, at that moment. So we have that at that moment in the 19th century, people just like getting the independence of their country and then started like how, how to build a country, right? So that is difficult. And then like, obviously we have all these inequalities going on during the, the, the beginning of times. Um, and then like these same inequalities stayed for a while and, and they are still there until today so we have a lot of things going on uh a lot of things that that like related to economic situation a lot of things related to democracy as i said because like 19th century like for example my country peru is, peru is going to to just have like 200 years of independence next year so 200 years is it seems like a lot of time but it's not actually like for history It's not i think that, that, that we have a huge influence of people fighting for, for things throughout history. So so I think that probably that is one of the things.
0: That's Jennifer Thorndyke. She's a professor of Spanish at Monmouth, and she's the person responsible for organizing the outstanding Latin American and Spanish film series. It's being shown online this year. To learn how to watch one of the films, which is free, Check out the information in a story in the news and events section of the new Mammoth College website, mammothcollege.edu. That's going to be a 30 for this third edition of Mammoth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu be sure to put podcast in the subject line until our next edition this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing thanks so much for listening so long everybody have a nice day and stay healthy